Breakfast official podcast with McGee's. Baking over 2 million rolls every week. Welcome to the Best of Bowie at Breakfast podcast with McGee's. Hello, Thank McGee's. you so much for downloading it, you lovely individuals. National Lookalike Day kicked off the week on Monday. We had um, some people that looked like me. We had one guy that impersonated <laughs> me at a gig. I should be on a few quid for this. I could put this guy out. I could clone this guy, get him out there. He could do the work. I could set my feet up. What's your telly on a Saturday night? Nobody whistles anymore apart from the Thornley Bank Whistler, who happens to be Cassie's granda. I love him. He's known as the Thornley Bank Whistler, the Thornley Bank Bowler, and the Thornley Bank Flasher. He's got a lot of different True names. story. Yep. Um, there was a true story about a fake dentist, which was horrendous. We've got that in the podcast. And I don't know if you're familiar, you know that song that's number one at the moment from Wiz Khalifa? The guy that sings it with <laughs> Don't start! Right, I don't know why you find this so funny. It's the man's name. The guy's called Charlie Puffed, right? Mm-hmm. We had to have a discussion about that because everyone else seems to be dancing around it and just not not flagging up. And I know you're all going, <laughs> like that when we do it, right? When we say it, you're all going, <laughs> you hear the song starting and you go, oh, you know what I'm going to say? <laughs> well, I think that's wrong. Is it and Puffed or Puffed? Say it it's again. Puffed. Puffed. P-U-F-T. Puffed. Charlie Puffed. That's the man's name. <laughs> Anyway, we'll get to that very shortly. On a more serious note, we were helping out the kids of Auckland Ludman Primary School after their outdoor learning area got trashed by vandals, which is just shocking. But it's good news at the end of it, and we'll get to that if you missed it. We've been a lot chat about this week. And also, a cracking make your dad mad. In fact, let's start with this. Katie has befriended a guy on Facebook. Now, he's in Romania. I don't think it was even on Facebook. I think it was a dating website. Really? Yes. I thought she told me it was Facebook. Mm, I don't know. I don't know what's been happening. Wow. Mm -hmm. All right, this is even worse. His name is Raul. Her dad, Michael, is not happy about this. He doesn't want it to go any further. So what would happen if Raul, hello there, turned up at the airport and decided to move in with Katie, her cats, and her dad while they're trying to sell their house? Dad would be like, ah, the more the merrier, wouldn't he? Hello? Dad. Um... I have something to tell you. What is it now? Well, you remember I was telling you about Raul? You know, the guy that I met off mm, Yes. Well, I don't want to tell you before, but um, he was kind of having some problems at home and stuff, and I just kind of said that he could come over. But we're kind of at Glasgow Airport just now, and I just he's going to have to come and stay with us for a wee while. you kidding me, on. You're only here ten for days. You can't just bring a stranger for Foreign country to this house. It's only for a wee while. Honestly, you and your cats, and I'm trying to sell the house, Katie. Yeah, but he'll like help tidy the house up and stuff for like viewings and that. I don't know who this guy is. You know what I mean, he could be a murderer or anything for all you know. He can speak like three different languages anyway, so like. Uh, but he's coming out of the house and he speaks a different language. I'm just saying, like, he'll be in during the day and stuff and he can help out. It's not. Well, gonna... listen, it's not happening, right? Dad, please. No, Katie, don't push me in this. Like, he'll find a job and stuff. It's not going to be like he's not helping or just like living off. Yeah, I've been you know with him mean? until he finds a job, right? It's not happening. Oh, I'm raging, man. Well, what am I supposed to do? He's already here. I don't, I don't, I don't care. I'm, like, I'm at the airport now. I was going to ask if he could you come in. You're going to be f***ing never mind the airport. Yalavant with your somebody you've met online. Are you f***ing mad? You could be f***ing anybody for all you know. You've never oh, seen taken. But it's Raul, Dad, like... Fucking next thing you know is you're getting sold to some rich He's here, like, would you want to speak to him and... Put him on, just put him on. Hello there. What the f*** 
fucking on, mate. Wait, Dad, we're in the airport. Don't call me Dad. I'm not your Dad. We're maybe getting off on the wrong foot here, and I'm, I'm well, sorry. I'm on the wrong foot. Listen, you're not coming to my house, and that's final. I want to come here for a better life. I speak three languages. Good for you. I speak one language, and it begins with and it ends with off. You know what I mean? There's not happening, right? Do not go to my house. One day I take you to meet my family and your family and my family all get together and we all be one big happy family. Do not push me, pal. I just want to come to Scotland. I see Glasgow and... Oh, f***, Lieutenant, come to Scotland and don't contact me. Every time I come to Glasgow, always sunny. No, it's no f- sunny, mate. It'll be f***ing raining when I f- see you. I hear so much about your brew of iron. I want to try that. Hi. No, but I am bad. He's no f- brew of iron. You know what I mean? And your cake's made of tea. You're taking a... Do you have butter? What is going on here? Right? No, 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 no. Are you kidding me on? I, I want to try butter. I hear so much about this You're thing called. Pal. We have You're no butter on. where I live. I want to try butter. <laughs> Get me butter, daddy. <laughs> Who the is this? Michael, are you familiar with Make Your Dad Mad on Clyde One? <laughs> I'm going to kill you, Casey. <laughs> Hey, yeah. Katie's just won 100 quid. Ah, nice one. She'll be taking me out for a pint then. Absolutely. Yeah. No, no, she said she's putting it towards her ticket to Romania. I'll, I'll pay the rest. Katie, what do you want to say to your dad? Oh, I love you. There is a George Bowie lookalike out there that Cassie tracked down. Tell me more about this guy. There is. So Alistair Emery, his friend got in touch and he nominated him. So it was hard trying to get a hold of him, but we've managed to do it. And he's up and about at this time of the morning. Apparently he once impersonated me. Yes. I don't know if I'm happy with that. Behind the decks. I know. You know what I mean? And everyone bought it. Let's phone this guy up and have a word with him. Good morning, Alistair speaking. Hello, Alistair. Um, I, I wonder if you could help me out. I was trying to book George Bowie for a party and he wasn't able to do it. And somebody said that you do a good George Bowie impersonation. Is that right? Who's calling? It's George Bowie. <laughs> right, now, let's discuss. Do you remember you used to DJ in Rosie O'Grady? Do you know what? I said to Cassie just last week, there was a gig I did in Falkirk years ago, and there was a guy that was on the decks so I didn't think looked anything like me, and everyone said he was my double. I can't believe that's you. Well, do you know, I, I was going to Rosie's, and the bouncers kept saying, God, you're the double of George Bowie. So I went there one day, you were on that night. To yeah. Come on up to the decks. So I was pretending to be you in the deck. People were coming up for the quest. I wasn't doing the... No, you were just that, standing there. Doing that. Yeah. And then your wife came in first. My wife still talks about you. I think she fancies you more than me. Ah, to be honest yeah, with well, you. Well, that's awkward. Yeah. Ali, did they pay you at the end of the night? They didn't pay me. Uh, uh, I think I'll Ali a few quid in fairness here. You know what I mean? I think it's so do you still look like me, Ali, or have you changed? Uh, well, people still come up to me and say, do I look like you? Yep. I love this. I think I've got less hair than you now, though. Yeah, well, I've, in fairness, I've had a bit of work done, Ali. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's neither here nor there. That's between you, me, and the old push, you know what I mean? Ah, it's, it's all good. Uh, listen, mate, well, it's brilliant speaking to you. We'll carry on looking so fine. Uh, well, uh, a lot of the ladies do appreciate my look. I'm sure well. they do, yes. I know how you feel. <laughs> oh my God, you guys are so similar. Ali, I'll let you crack on, mate. It's been great speaking to you. Take care, pal. Bye. That is really freaky because that's the guy I was telling you about last week. Remember I said years ago in Falkirk there was somebody who they got to go up into the DJ box and pretend to be me with a baseball cap on. Yeah. And that was the guy. My God. So which celeb do you look alike? Let me ask Paul. I was uh, at university a few 
year ago and I was a bit heavy and I had hair at the time. Uh-huh. And I felt like the whole staffy singing Amarillo to me because I looked like Peter Kay. That's all right. Could be worse. You could have looked like Tony Christie, which would not have been good. Um, my favourite text of the day so far is on the back of that guy that was in the club looking like you. My friend TC got us a free night out in Glasgow as he is the double of Sam Smith and can also sing his songs very well. How cool would that be? Wow. Having a mate that looked like Sam Smith and sounded like him. Andrew. Uh, it was a few years ago I was at Team the Park and uh, bowling for Super Plane and Sober for Tellies. Mm-hmm. And we managed to get backstage passes into the, the breakfast area. And I pretended that I was Andrew Fratelli on the Saturday morning that we'd done a gig the night before and the bass player for Bowling for Six said, Ah, I've seen these, these were great. He said, A great gig. I was like, Oh, thanks very much, mate. He's all oh, good luck for the rest of your career. <laughs> Did he do a <laughs> selfie with you? Uh, no, but I did get a few photos took from him. That'd be amazing. I don't know if they were called selfies back in. No, but he'd be going to people going, yeah, here we are, yeah. hanging out with the Fratellis, man. Yep. Are they American <laughs> bowling for soup? They are, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, it was a big bass player. You can't really miss him. Lots of you getting involved in the Clyde One Facebook as well. Anthony McHugh said, I've been told I look like Robert De Niro in a taxi. Well, did the taxi driver turn around and say to him, and then you said, are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? <laughs> and uh, Roman uh, said he looked like Susan Boyle. I look like Pebbles. Hi, this is Susan Boyle. Pebbles and I always wake up with Bowie at breakfast on 102.5 Clyde One. Wiz Khalifa and Charlie Pooft, who was on Clyde One last night. Why do we always laugh when we... Right, just get it out of the open, right? Because I've been dancing around it. Okay, you're all laughing when I say the man's name. The man's name is Charlie Puft. What do you want me to do about it? Right, that's the guy's name. Now, it's not a made-up show, but isn't it? Why are you all laughing? This is not... It's the man's name. Do you think he's not heard all the jokes before? Do you think the man's not realised? But he's so proud of his name that he said, you know what? I'm going to go out there and I'm going to become a pop star. I'm going to make it. I'm going to hang out with Wiz Khalifa and Vin Diesel. I'm going to do the theme to Furious 7. It's going to be one of the biggest... Tracks of the year, and I'm going to change my name. No, I'm going to be true to the other Puftises out there. I'm going to say my name is Charlie Puft, and I'm proud of it. You want to do some travel? Okay. I heard this story about a lady who was waiting at the dentist. Now, tell me what you think about this. On a scale of one to ten, how much does this freak you out? I get you scale. Right. Very good. Scale. Very good. (laughs) Had to think about that one there. This lady, right? She's in the dentist. The dentist disappears for a bit. Right. For whatever reason, she goes in, puts on the coat and says, next. So some poor unsuspecting guy goes in. She starts pulling his teeth out and drilling and giving them. She gave one guy root canal work. God knows how long the dentist was away for. Presumably quite a long time. This woman is a Fruit Loop and should be locked away. But there's like five or six people and they kept going in. Like one, if you were in the dentist's waiting room, right, and the regular dentist wasn't there, and somebody else is it. Even if you didn't know they weren't a fully qualified dentist, if one person came out screaming and ran, that would probably be enough to turn turn you away. But if two or three people did it, wow. Yeah, but it's not a case of the lady probably said, let's play dentist. It was one of those ones where they've went into the room and didn't know that she wasn't the real dentist. She could have said she was filling in for the guy. Filling in. Very good. You're filling the gags today. Uh, but do, do you not have... Do, what, what's the wee woman that stands next to you? you got a pal that does this. That stands next to the dentist. Oh, um, and, is it a dental nurse? Yeah, but is there a name for what they do when they put that hose in your mouth? Well, I mean, well, presumably the that person would have realised. And Like, I'm looking at it and I'm she thinking... She was in on it. Yeah, maybe she was. Maybe she just brought her pal to stand. Yeah, I'd stick a hose in her mouth, put a garden hose and all that. Um, but I'm thinking the woman is a fruitcake, clearly. However, I do have a little bit of sympathy... Because 
when I was wee, maybe she wanted to be a dentist when she was wee. When I was wee, <laughs> I wanted to be a DJ. And every day, I go out and fake it as well. Whistling Wednesday kick-started yesterday because I, I stumbled across a story that nobody whistles anymore because too, too busy listening to tunes on our, our mobiles or on our iPods or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? So you got your headphones in, you're walking about, you don't need to whistle the tune. Whereas back in the day, everyone, particularly older people, used to stoat about and whistle all the time. My little Miley... She whistles like a sailor, and she hates being on the radio. So when she rumbled me whistle, uh, recording her whistling to play back on the radio, she went tonto. Have a listen to this. Have your permission to play this on the radio? No. I need to go learn whistle for daddy. Daddy. That's pretty good. So it took a while to talk around, but then called her the wrong name. I'm not the only parent that Can does I ask, it, by the way. Did she hug you later? No, she didn't, she, she might hug me today because it's her birthday and I've got her something nice. Oh, you never happy know. Birthday, uh, oh, that's her seven now. That's it. She can look after herself. Fair game. You're, that's it. You're in the big wide world now. Um, your grandpa does a bit of whistling. Is that right? Yeah, my granddad loves to whistle. Wow, he has even got a nickname. Tell us what his nickname is. The Thornley Bank Whistler. It's one of a few nicknames he's got. He's also known as the Thornley Bank Bowler and the Thornley Bank Flash. Um, but what <laughs> that last one might be uh, incorrect. Um, Oi! The Thornley Bank Whistler. Hello, Bill. Hello there. How, How are you doing, John? I'm doing all right, sir. Bill, I believe <laughs> you have the nickname the Thornley Bank Whistler. Oh well, I can I can tune. I used to be a little tune, no problem. But I can still give you a wee tune in the, in the whistle. I. Well, here's the thing, right? That I was just reading that. Nobody whistles anymore. See, because of like mobile phones with with songs on it and iPods and all that kind of stuff. Um, I see. People walk about like my kids do as well. Walk about just listening to tunes all the time and kind of nodding their heads. Whereas back mm-hmm. in the day, people used to walk about and whistle a tune. Yeah, that's correct. And nobody that's whistles right. anymore. Nobody Dander. whistles. Uh, I was wondering if you could kickstart whistling Wednesday for us. What tune is that, George? <laughs> No, what, 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 is that that boy's own one? Cassie right. said to me because we're going to make every Wednesday whistling Wednesday, and I right. want I want the Thornley Bank whistler to be our official patron. Now I'm told that you always walk about whistling the same tune, and it's a boy's own track. Well, I can I can whistle that. Later. Okay, are you a big boy's own fan, Bill? How did how did you get into that track? Well, I was just I just had I got it as a gift, George, at, at Christmas, and I, and uh, I play it I play it very often. Would you like to hear Cassie's granddad doing Boys Own? I'll give you a whistle, George. It's a beautiful thing. That's awesome. Thanks. Are, are, are people walking past you in the Clyde side going, who's that man taking photographs and whistling? They're all running about me here, John. <laughs> Listen, how's my Granny Agnes doing? She all right? Ah, she's she's going uh, she's gone bowling today, George. She's got a big tie on today, Shawlands Shawlands Bowling Club. Well, tell her I send my love and I'll speak to her soon. I'll do, George. Take okay, care, Bill. Bye. bye. We decided to resurrect it and we've actually got some whistling listeners. You want to hear some of them? Yes. Okay, let's do this. Hello, Hello, let's hear your whistle. Hey, it's uh, Barry Manilow. No, you're right. not meant to tell me what a song is, Dafty. Oh, you're meant whistling, sorry. I've got to work I'm it out. Whistle, right? right, go for it. Is it Barry Manilow? Aye. I can't whistle. You can't whistle at all? Try. I can whistle in the way, I think. You can whistle in the way? Right, uh, try whistling in the way. No, I can't. No, I can't do it. Listen, what you two started, I'm on the M8 Granny work at the airport. 
and you can see everybody whistling. Is that right? To the you can see all the lips all fuckered up. I've been whistling all morning. Whistle it. Whistle a tune to me, and I'll see if I can work it out. This is how we determine whether you're good or not. I have no idea what that is. What is that, Rosemary? Well, that was the West of Scotland. You know it's breakfast time. George, 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 Um, Cassie is quite excited because she's going to a baby shower. She's counting down the hours. No, I can't go anymore. Oh, jeez. After all this stuff I did I know. For you yesterday. I know. And do you know why? I'm going to work at a charity gig for York Hill tonight. So it was their fault. They should have told me way in advance. Hey, York Hill's go. fault? That's a bit harsh. No. My friends. <laughs> so there's a baby shower, right, that Cassie wasn't told about. And the girl was having the baby phoned yesterday in a panic and said, Oh my God, you know about the baby shower? And she's like, no. So that so-and-so should have told you. She hasn't told anyone. Mm. So now it turns out the baby shower is tonight. Yep. And you can't go because you're doing a bit of charity work. That's right. Oh, that's quite sweet of you, right? I wanted to know what happens on a baby shower and Cassie refuses to tell me. No, I don't think you should know because you're never going to get invited to one. So why should I tell you? Because I'm a guy and I need to know. I'm just like, we're very inquisitive people. Pamela's on the phone. She's going to help out. Hi, George. It's Pamela. Hello, Pamela. Do you know what goes on at a baby shower? Yeah, I've just done one for my sister. Oh, really? Okay, so what happened? Anything we should know about? Well, you play loads of baby games. Guess the size of the bump with some wool. You do the predictions where you predict they think they're having a boy, girl, what date, what weight. The other one, we get a nappy and you can do different melted chocolate and things like that and they've got to guess what it is. Right, you put melted chocolate in a nappy. That just... Well, different different things like... um, like jam or something and they've got to guess what it is oh my god I don't want to go to a baby shower it sounds ridiculous oh there's presents as well if you my sister didn't want presents so we made it clear that they didn't want presents to come but people still brought presents yeah because nothing says bring a present like whoa no don't bring anything now just yourself will be enough you know no, they're I mean? expecting like yeah, baby they, gifts. They big... what, what's that um, game they're playing with the nappy? Yeah, Pamela's right. You have to taste the nappy blindfold. Oh my god, I don't think I like the sound of that. I'm going to look at some of your Facebooks and your texts in just a minute on what happens at a baby shower. This is intriguing. It's Clyde one. I don't know if I should be thanking you really. He's just put a picture up on my George Bay official Facebook page of that game they play at baby showers where you have to guess the chocolate, mm-hmm. but the chocolate's poured onto the a peanut nappy. Peanut butter and the nappies. Oh, jeez. Yep. Don't know I if know. I'm happy about that. Um, also, Julie says baby showers are a stupid American idea. I'm due my fourth baby in six weeks. I would prefer folk not to feel pressurised to spend money on presents and daft parties, but to just come and visit the baby when it's here. Much more civil. Oh, Can't well. Like that. That's a lot of people feel that way, I think, because yeah. it is an American thing. Is this why you're not going tonight? Is this why you're snubbing this girl? Uh, no, I really like baby showers. I just can't make it. Okay. Well, yeah. can't be bothered. No, I just can't make it, George. I'm okay. working. Facebook. Right, Anne-Marie on Facebook, she said, we play baby bingo. We also eat cakes and drink lots of coffee. Right. Nice. And Stephen Reed said, you know that song, It's Raining Men? Yeah. It's like that, only less hormonal. How would he know if it, unless it used to be Stephanie Reid before the op? I don't know. Thank you, everybody that's been getting in touch on what goes on in baby showers. It's been an insight to me because I genuinely didn't have a clue. A little cute call from Johnson, um, little Di, who was gutted that um, the outdoor learning centre of his school had been vandalised. This is 
what Di had to say. Our school pavilion was burned down recently. And what and happened? There was vandals, and I think they must have snuck in and lit it on fire because now it's all black and the roof came off. Oh, that's, that's just horrible, sad. isn't it? You know? So when he phoned in, I thought, well, you know what? Maybe we could do something to help. Because he initially phoned in to say, could we raise awareness of a sponsored walk he was going to do and get some people to, to sponsor him, which, which we're happy to do. But I thought, you know, maybe we could do more than that. Because we're in kind of privileged position here. We can put the word out. Mm-hmm. Something like this has happened. And the kids are missing out. They can't even play in their playground right now. No, I know, I know. And I think if we just build a team, we can all do it together and we could get it done pretty quick. So I asked the question if this was possible and it just snowballed and it was quite incredible. So thank you so much everyone that got in touch. But uh, a little bit later you can hear from um, Jerry Carlton. He's the head teacher at Auchinlodman Primary School. It's in Johnson. It's just like, it's up like five minutes from my house so I know exactly where they are. And um, we're willing to come down and help out and so many of you guys have got in touch as well. So I think what we need to do is phone Di back a little bit later. Tell him how proud everyone is of him it's what he did because he's only 10. Mm-hmm. And uh, speak to his mum Linda and tell them some good news because even though it's been a tough week for these kids it's going to end on a high because we actually have some good news for them so stick around we'll do that here on Clyde One's Bowie at Breakfast I've got on the phone Auchinlodman head teacher Jerry Carlton good morning sir good morning George how are you doing good morning Mr Carlton <laughs> good morning Cassie <laughs> now we met before because I did come up to the school when you were doing the uh, Zumba thing uh, a great, couple of years yeah. ago so it's nice to speak to you again but not under great circumstances no, tell us what's happened um, on Tuesday night our um, outdoor we call it the outdoor classroom um, vandals get into the playground and they set fire to it and basically the whole thing has been destroyed now it's, it's been in the playground for about five years and it took parents um, and the local community about three years to fundraise to actually get this built in the playground so as you can imagine, the local community and the children are, are just devastated. Yeah, we spoke to little Di, who was only 10 yesterday, yep. phoned in the show to say oh, that... Oh, he was absolutely brilliant on the show. He was great. He's a credit to, to the school. To get the ball rolling, what do we need? We need to clear the site. Yep. Uh, and then we need supplies. I mean, it's basically wood. There was a, a kind of rubber surface, a soft flooring that, that we had, but... We would be delighted with anything that you can offer. Okay, yeah. but we will try and get the soft flooring if anyone yeah. can help with that as well. Yeah. And we've got painters on hand. Wow. We've got people that are just coming around to help out in any yeah. way they can. Yeah. So yeah. we're going to try and turn this around as quickly as we can for you, Jerry. And yeah. we, we will be in touch and let you know, sir. Thank you so much. Can I just say thank you to, to Clyde One, the listeners, and also Remshire Council want to chip in and help you with this as well so to, to, to do it in partnership. So thank you to Clyde One and, and, and everyone else who who has donated or who has offered, but just were overwhelmed. We had a call last week from little Di Keen, who lives in Johnson, and um, he goes to Auchinlodment Primary in Johnson Castle, and the outdoor part of the school, the outdoor learning centre, has been trashed by vandals, and he was trying to do some fundraising to try and rebuild it. So we put the message out there. You guys stepped up to the plate. Everybody helped him out, and I've got his proud mum, Linda, on the phone right now. Linda, hello. Hello there. Well, your little boy has caused a bit of a star, has he not? <laughs> he certainly has. He's a local hero down the Johnston area. <laughs> uh, we had his school on earlier. We had um, Mr Carlton on, who was very proud of him, said. Yep. Mm-hmm. There you go. It's all good. And we've got all the, the builders together, and we've got a whole load of um, companies coming together to help us um, rebuild our outdoor learning centre. So that's good news, isn't it? Absolutely fantastic. How are you feeling as Di's mum? Because if that was one of my kids, I'd be proud as punch. Oh, I certainly am proud as punch. I certainly am. For Di to make the initial call and for it just to snowball the way it has, I can't believe the momentum it's gathered. It's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Completely overwhelmed by the support of all the Clyde One listeners and 
all the local people of Johnston. It's, it's absolutely amazing. Is Di there kind of a quick word? He certainly is. Oh, here he is. Hello, George. Here's the man of the moment. How are you, Di? Oh, I'm good, thanks. So, so what's everybody saying to you? Have you become a local celebrity? Well, no, I just get a lot of thank yous being said just um, for what's happened because they're quite pleased of how it's going to be fixed again. Hi, George. I just want to say a huge thank you to you. My son attends Auckland Lodment. And I was just listening to you there, and that would be absolutely fantastic if that can be pulled off. We will be able to pull this off somehow. We'll get together with uh, people in the local community. All the the lines are flashing just now, so I'm guessing people are phoning in to try and help out, which is great. What's your name? My name's Fiona. My son's name's James Tennant. He's in primary three, so just now they're not allowed out in our playground or anything because of it. Um, Why why would people do that? You know, I mean, what what kind of kick do they get out of that? I know, I don't understand it at all. It's a wee spate that's been happening up in Johnston Castle just now setting fire to the woods and they obviously get bored to be doing that. Yeah. And it's such a shame the headmaster's doing so much to the school just now. Well, and listen, for this to happen, it's We'll awful. get on board, Fiona, and we'll help out and we'll get it sorted. We'll do our bit anyway, all right? Brilliant, thanks very much, thanks George. Thanks for calling, Thank you, bye-bye. Bowie at Breakfast, official podcast with McGee's. Baking over 2 million rolls every week. Go!